Copen and Copenhagen. Copen and Copenhagen. Copen and Copenhagen. Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. You are adopted. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Six Show Podcast, Copy and Copenhagen on 97.7 FM. My name is Owen and the man next to me, the man by my side is Marius. Hello. Pleasure uh, to be here. Uh, this, is, this is a podcast. Yes. Uh, it's, a, it's a modern guide to living in the city of Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. And and, and Denmark. Yeah. And and lot, what, what, my, I don't even know what we're, we talk about. Marius, can you tell me what are we going to talk about today? Well, we will have uh, the news roundup to, to, to warm us up, you know? Yeah. To get us in the mood. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a little banter there, some three... I got a really... I got to the Tibet Commission. Sorry? I've, I've done some investigative journalism. That's maybe pushing it. I read an article and I read another article, and I've I've tried to piece this together. Oh my god, this is okay. So it's, it's this is I'm, I'm, yeah, this is big. This is the closest we get to having uh you know a big sort of uh, breaking a big story. Okay. Tibeto has already broken it. Oh right, okay. But anyway, All right. <laughs> I haven't seen it a lot of other places. So check out Copenhagen Post, uh, Cop- Copy in Copenhagen for uh, the Tibet. Scandal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There All you right. go. And uh, then we have a um, uh, an interview with yeah. uh, Jeremy uh, uh, Paulson, who's um, the founder of a uh, uh, hit mm. uh, lab, mm-hmm. um, House of International Theater, mm-hmm. and uh, they have uh, they're doing an artist residency, um, ah. and they're reaching out looking for uh, artists uh, within the queer community, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we're having him on for a talk about uh, what what's that all about, and uh, the <laughs> up and coming uh, sort of. Uh, <laughs> Um, World Pride, which is coming to to Copenhagen, um, presumably everything is uh, yeah, everything heard. going well. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, and uh, they're gonna sort of also yeah be part of that. So uh, we'll we'll have a talk with him about cool. that, and then uh, some hot tips. That's that's brilliant. That's yeah, uh, yeah. That's a show. I didn't want to say it, but but it is. But it, it is. is. <laughs> All right. Well, I I can't wait. Let's get into it. You're on sick. All right. This is the news roundup. Well, um, so 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 things have been opening up, yeah. Uh, but some things have also been cancelled. Yeah, May Day celebration, the big uh, sort of uh, Workers' Day celebration on oh, May first yes. in uh, Philippagen yeah. has for the second year in a row been the uh, Communist Party. Where been, everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> been cancelled. Yeah. Um, this uh, year's uh, sort of edition was expected to be uh, the sort of a banner year, as it was the 150th uh, years ago that the, the Danish uh, labor movement was established. <laughs> So, um, yeah, instead, they will sort of mark the day by a number of uh, virtual events and banners put up around the big park in uh, Istanbul. That's cool. Yeah. I I gotta say, <clears throat> it's nice to be in a country where unions still are a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very like, much part of the sort of... Never have I... I haven't lived in a place where being a member of a union was still, like, important. Mm. Uh, just not a thing in Australia when I was living there. And... Uh, In Ireland, unions are like, there's three big unions. Well, actually, I'm sure there's loads of them, but they're not really talked about. But the three big ones would be the police, mm. the nurses, oh. and the teachers. Oh, okay. They have like big unions. Yeah. Um, And like, you have SIP2, which is like, there's a like a big building where in the middle of Dublin, and that's where the union, where they're based. But it's not like um, a thing you talk about. 
you don't have a, like in in general about join a union because it'll you know it's just mm. I think it's that. definitely also had a bit of a decline here in Denmark. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of younger people who are sort of less sort of what why do I need a union mm-hmm. uh, or sort of uh, I'm just going to keep this money for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could maybe actually be interesting to do sort of a bit of a, a, a story around unions here in Denmark and the yeah. history around it because yeah. um, it is very much sort of part of the the. Mm, Yeah, Danish identity to some extent, and mm. part of the the, the mm, uh, yeah culture. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's they're getting more aggressive with sort of advertising. I think that's a pretty good indication that union, yeah, like that joining unions, and yeah, 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 that right. their sort of um, numbers are dropping. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of interesting. Mm. But uh, yeah, so May Day celebrations will uh, will be uh, virtual uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Distortion. Oh no! I'm sorry to say, Owen. No, it's also cancelled. Ah, oh. yes. So I'm uh, so looking forward to streets of drunk teenagers. Yeah, just stepping with in piss. Really, <laughs> yeah, stepping in piss and pupils bigger than the moon, the full moon. Yeah. At fucking two thirty in the afternoon. Ah. Oh. 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 <laughs> no, I sound so grumpy at all. Because I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not uh, losing any sleep over this, uh, <laughs> but I appreciate that some other people might. Yes, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, as a concept, distortion's great. Mm. Like putting on a m- m- like a huge street party, uh, yeah. and pretty unique for a capital also. Yeah, to have such a crazy ass party. You know? And that there isn't just one, but there's like what three at least. There's Norbro, yeah, the Norbro, city center. Yeah, well, no, they stopped doing the city center, I believe. Okay, but yeah, it used to be uh, Norbro city center. And Vestapol. Yeah. yeah, it's not even one. Like you get three of them, and yeah. like if anybody's listening and you, you've moved to Denmark and you haven't heard of it or like it, it, it hasn't come around since you've been here, it's definitely worth going to. Like just to witness. Yeah, to witness. Yeah, the the chaos that is a distortion, the absolute madness. Yes. Yeah, and it's just put on by the city, right? Uh, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, it was in collaboration with the yeah. city, but yeah, it was started by. Uh, It started, I think, it's probably, it's over 10 years ago now. Uh, <laughs> I was expecting a bigger number there. <laughs> uh, oh, it's way, way back. Faro, oh, faro, a long time ago. Faro, um, But yeah, so uh, I don't know if they're doing anything virtual or anything online. I doubt it. That uh, would be a very sad. Sad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll piss in your own shoe and listen to some <laughs> distorted music. <laughs> hey. Uh, but what's not closed anymore is Christiania. What? Yes. Uh, there's a there's a bit of good news there uh, for the Copenhagen residents and the potential people traveling to Copenhagen. Mm. Uh, the, stric- the restrictions that closed Christiania uh, to the public have finally been lifted after a hundred days. Uh, the measures were uh, ushered in on January 7th in a sort of bid to curb the spread of COVID-19. But because it's now permitted to gather uh, up to 50 people outdoors again as of uh, yesterday... <laughs> Which was is it fifty uh, people? Yes, okay. uh, you're allowed to gather fifty people outdoors again. Yeah. Um, so the restrictions are no longer necessary, mm-hmm. or 
the police doesn't have an excuse, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you could also say, mm-hmm. to uh, keep Christiania uh, closed. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's opening up again. So, so uh, that's nice. Mm. Uh, more good news uh-huh. for nature lovers. Uh-huh. Ooh. Uh, Nature's it, open again? Nature's open again. <laughs> yes. It was never closed, actually. Ah! Um, <laughs> no, in a historic agreement uh, last year... Uh, the, the government revealed the plans uh, were sort of to uh, plans for establishing Denmark's first two national parks in Fusingeø near uh, Randers in uh, in Jutland hmm. and Gripskov here in North Zealand. Um, but now plans for further three national parks have been uh, sort of uh, devised: uh, two in Jutland and one in Bornholm. Oh. Yes, and um, Leah Vemlin, uh, who's the environment uh, minister, mm-hmm. uh, says nature needs more space. Thousands of animals and plant species are in danger of going completely extinct here at home, which mm. is true. Biodiversity mm-hmm. is uh, in rapid decline. Mm. Uh, so new national parks offer a sort of part of a solution to turn the tide on that. Um, so yeah, I think that's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah, especially if we're looking at uh, limited travel options mm-hmm. um, for, for the unforeseeable future, then uh, yeah, it's pretty nice to have some... some the some unforeseeable un- future. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's very <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> uh, But nice to have some wild nature to, yeah. to go explore. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the three parks will be located in Elminge on Bornholm, Stråsø, uh, between Herning, uh, Holtebro, and Tranum near Jammerbogt. Wow. Yes, I have no idea where any of these okay, places good, are. Okay, good, because I don't either. No, right, good. I know where Bornholm is, yeah, that's pretty that's much That's the island, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> that's the island, yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, in total, the three areas will cover over 7,300 hectares. I have no idea how much Grace? that is, but I think that's a lot. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. yeah it's probably a couple of football fields. <laughs> <laughs> They always use football fields, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, yeah. Anyway. Uh, and finally, uh-huh. the Tibet Commission. Had, had you heard about this? I had not heard about this. This is this is interesting to me. You, you Because you 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 um, teased me with this. You're like, mm-hmm. Tibet Commission. Huh? And you just sent me a text at three in the morning. Yeah. You just And then he whispered it to me as I was walking by. The Tibet Commission. Yeah. And then he told me, me in a car park. <laughs> and you were, you... you you said you'd go by the name of Deep Throat yep. and I was like this is too much <laughs> so I asked to stop and now you're going to tell me now I'll tell you uh, well um, it's an it's a sort of an old uh, it's all the way back from 2012 okay um, but yeah uh, originally the Tibet Commission was set up to uh, investigate why police violated the constitution during a Chinese uh, presidential visit here in, uh, in Copenhagen in 2012 where they took uh, sort of Tibetan flags from protesters uh, and sort of also shielded them so the the Chinese president could not see them. Uh, in 2017, uh, the commission sort of placed the responsibility uh, of this uh, with two operational managers at the Copenhagen police. Mm. So they kind of got the, the blame for it. Um, but now new information tells a, a, a different story and something sort of resembling a, a years-long or year, many, many, many years-long pattern during uh, Chinese uh, visits uh, from not just your average Chinese person, but some kind of uh, authority. Right, okay, yes. right, right. <laughs> um, and, yeah. So, so far, uh, through almost 200 investigations uh, within this commission, uh, the answer has always been sort of the same from the the, um, the foreign ministry. And this is their typical answer. Yes, we know the Chinese attitudes uh, towards uh, demonstrators, Uh, but each time uh, they have been told, the Chinese government, uh, that de- in Denmark we have freedom of expression and, and uh, the right to demonstrate. So they had to sort of put up with that, basically. Yeah. Um, and 
if the demonstrators had been moved, it was only due to sort of security considerations. Mm-hmm. So that has been sort of the official statement. Yeah. Um, uh, and it is quite sort of known that the Chinese do not like sort of any kind of diplomatic surprises. Uh, the number, uh, for example, uh, if they have to stay in a hotel or something, yeah. um, the, the hotel rooms must not contain the number four. Because that's an unlucky number, uh-huh. um, and they're not to be confronted with China critical demonstrations, because uh, then uh, they lose face and dignity. <laughs> that, that, that's a bit of a jump. Uh, those, those examples were a bit. No number fours and no freedom of speech. Yeah. There are two little. They're my little. Pet peeves. My Just, pet peeves uh, if yeah. I'm going to come, please no number fours and no freedom of speech. Thank you. But now sort of new information has surfaced uh, from this. Uh, found in a forgotten container in a basement in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs um, with old magnetic, magnetic tapes that had collected the ministry's older emails correspondence uh, on, a, on a sort of backup files. Uh-huh. Um, in one of these emails, it's revealed that uh, we, and by we, I mean uh, the uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs, um, usually agree with the police that um, these, something called Falun Gong, which as far as I can understand is like a, a, a sort of a religious kind of organization. And I think they've yeah, been yeah, kind yeah. of involved in these protests. Yeah, yeah, yes? I, I, th- I think it did. They protest about being um, discriminated? discriminated against. Yes. yes, thank you. Yes, yes, I've, I've, yes, I've seen, I've seen protests. Yeah, yeah, um, and then yes, as it was during this sort of these uh, Tibetans or people in support of Tibet and the freedom of Tibet, sort of demonstrating. Um, uh, where was I? Usually agreed with the sort of in one of these emails, it's revealed that uh, the Foreign Ministry of Affairs usually agree with the police that this Falun Gong and the Tibetans are sort of placed where the Chinese delegation does not come, and this can either be done by the sort of uh, the procession always driving another way or demonstrators just being moved, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um. There's uh, and there's sort of must. It, it's pretty much evident from this that this is more it's not just a one-off there's more the rule than the exception that the commission sort of will always sort of um or the commission found a note from the uh, Asia office where uh, so yeah they deal with this mm-hmm. uh, seven years earlier that uh, during another Chinese visit in 2002 uh, the then chief uh, sort of for uh, the oh, the uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs yeah um talks about a constructive cooperation between the ministry and the, the, the Chinese uh, embassy so that the Chinese delegation is not bothered by demonstrations. So this is just policy. This is what they do. Mm-hmm. They remove people. And w- that is, like, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. But now that it's the evidence is actually surfacing of this, yep. and that is policy and not just sort of a one-off. Yeah. Uh, and... That's quite serious because mm-hmm. it is encroaching on people's, you know, freedom of speech yep. and right to protest. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, they've, they've sort of uh, broken the constitution, mm. which is quite a serious matter. Mm-hmm. So um, it'll be quite interesting to see what the sort of because this has just surfaced this, yeah. these new sort of uh, magnetic tapes with these emails and they're they're plowing through them because there's you know tons yeah, yeah. Um, so probably more information will, will surface on this and we'll try and keep an, uh, keep an eye on it uh, but I'm yeah 
I remember hearing about this years ago and be like, yeah, nothing's going to come of this. Mm-hmm. So I was quite happy to read, oh, it's actually, they're still at it. So yeah. they're still holding people accountable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully... Uh, That's crazy. Some people will get at least a slap over their wrist. Yeah. <laughs> But it's crazy how like how we, we have this idea of like, oh yeah, of course, no, 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 no. There's like, anyway, like there, there's the f- surface... Uh, that we see about like fairness and freedom of speech and everything like that, and then yeah, yeah. and then just behind closed doors, it's all very much like like any any business or any any organization that we deal with day to day, where you're like, yeah, yeah, but okay, but seriously, here's here's what we're actually going to do. Yeah, right. Yeah. We won't say that, but here, that's like, there's so much. Of that. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. of course, of course, of course, but let's be real here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what I mean, we're 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 just not going to have them there. And and in all fairness. It must be difficult, like, because there are, like, China is a, it's a, it's a sort of, there's a lot of business interest there, yeah. and sort of, this was also, there was a lot around sort of... Um, It used to be, like, the biggest <clears throat> importer of mink, right? Mink fur. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think they yeah, were until, also, yeah, 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 yeah. Until the whole ma- mink massacre of yeah. 2020. <laughs> Uh, and I can understand that when sort of little Denmark has to deal with big China, yeah. sort of, there's a lot of uh, interest mm. there, and sort of, yeah, if the Chinese say, well, then fuck you guys, we're not gonna buy your mink coats anymore. Mm. Uh, Lego can fuck off, mm. and uh, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or your, I think we supply a lot of uh, pigs meat yeah. there as well. Yeah, like yeah. financially, they could severely sort of hurt us. Yeah. Um, but still, it's. You, that's why we have a constitution. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. cannot fuck with the constitution because mm-hmm. else, what's the point of having one? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's interesting stuff. Interesting stuff, but not surprising. No, this is uh, this is yeah. I think it's business as usual more yeah. than it. Yeah. yeah. So when are you going to meet your um, your your connection again? When you when when are you getting the next dossier? <sighs> I can't can't reveal, you, but you can't, uh, yeah. you can't say that. I am. Uh, I am going to be in a back alley. Somewhere <laughs> next Tuesday, <laughs> and then after that, you're going to start re- doing reports. You're going to yeah, yeah. start looking into this. That thing. has nothing to yeah, do yeah, with yeah, the yeah. commission. <laughs> That's just where I like to hang That's out. That's just where you'll be on a yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> uh, but uh, dim the news. Dim the news. Well, thank you very much. Dim news. Uh, fascinating stuff as always. Yes, um, yes, yes. Now, yes, we're going to have a gentleman on. We are an interesting gentleman. A very interesting. A gentleman. director. A director. Uh, founder of a theater. A founder of a theater, yeah, and uh, a, a, a champion of English-speaking theater here in in Denmark. I Very would say. much, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, also a champion of sort of um, within the queer community. Jeremy, he's been on before. We have spoken to him. He's a good friend of the show, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'm very excited to hear about this artist residency that they're doing, and uh, yeah, the collaboration they're doing with some other theaters and. Uh, the up-and-coming World Pride coming to Copenhagen. Exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's let the man himself tell us a bit more about it. Yes. Um, Hot Meat is a part of our CPH Queer Theater Festival, which is a new theater festival that we're launching together with Folketsheder and World Pride mm-hmm. for this coming season. Um, it'll be performing the 10th through the 22nd of August in conjunction with World Pride. And we will be, um, the idea is that we're going to be having this huge international festival. We've now had a focus on on LGBTQ plus storytelling 
throughout the last season. So our shows will be presented again from Hasbro National Theater. We will also be having four international guest artists coming over from far away as Australia to Ooh. perform. And we will have a uh, very well-known director, Andrew Keats, coming from London to do a stage reading of The Normal Heart as a part of our kickoff for, for the festival. So I have a whole sort of two, 10 days, one and a half weeks of amazing queer theater uh, to be presented cool. for World Pride. Yeah. And then a part of that, we're doing this artist residency called Hot Meat. And Hot Meat brings together 24 queer artists from around the world. We're talking four directors, four playwrights, four designers, and 12 actors. And they are brought together um, with a specific focus of looking for artists who are coming from communities where it's, it's hard to be an out and queer artist mm -hmm. um, and bringing them together with the, the Scandinavian queer theater scene like who are the artists here working and and how can those two worlds meet and collaborate and, and start to create a conversation across borders um and so with that idea we're bringing this 10-day residency called hot meat mm -hmm. and the they basically come to denmark and we um we give them challenges they get to they we, they sort of meet together and then they uh we divide them up into groups so there's one director one playwright one designer and uh, three actors in each group and then we give them challenges about lo location and storytelling and, and what kind of stories they can say um and we we sort of it, try to create something that can inspire them mm -hmm. you know saying you know this story is gonna has to focus on something contemporary happening in the news and it will be on the steps of the royal theater and you have to use these actors um go right? oh, okay and that's a, a way for them to sort of to start to um open up their creativity and, and start to work together mm -hmm. and um then while they're here they also have a ton of different networking opportunities and um we'll be doing workshops and we'll be we'll be having ways in which these artists can get together and and hopefully build networks that can continue on into the future I, the final performances are then also i should say they're like pop-up performances that will be happening throughout copenhagen yeah. on the 19th and 20th of august and, so right before the big pride day okay and yeah i was going to say and, and this is there's going to be quite a lot of things happening building up to to pride day yes yeah exactly okay okay yeah, there'll be lots of different events and and ways in which we'll be meeting our audiences we'll have sort of panel discussions and workshops and and different things like that and so everything's just sort of culminating into this big event which we know is pride <laughs> and there, you said at the beginning there uh, that uh, it's kind of focusing on on people who who are out and uh, have difficulty with that being performers and um, coming to Copenhagen uh, and talking to performers here in Denmark. Is that to suggest that it's easier in Denmark and it's kind of showing people that there, there's more of a community? A, 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 um, a, a I think in some organized ways community it, here, or how how yeah. is that? I mean, I think it's hard being a queer artist anywhere you're at, but yeah. there are some communities in which, you know, due to legal rights or due to fear that artists aren't able to even be 
recognized as out mm. um, when they're when they're artists. Okay. Um, but that's also to say that you know there's also maybe a little city somewhere in Denmark that doesn't that it's also not easy yeah. to be an out yeah. artist. Of course, of course. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's the different communities have different restrictions and there's different types of, of challenges that are are afforded the, the queer community. Hmm. Um, so I think it's a way of, of trying to break down those walls hmm. and trying to create a, a chance to talk about it, to create a dialogue around it and and give artists who who may not normally get the chance to to meet or perform or be I, you know, publicly recognized yeah. as as queer, the opportunity well, to do so that, in a in a safe network. That's interesting because you you uh, f- f- from working with you and and and, and knowing and seeing yeah. your perform your 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 your, yeah. your shows that you've directed, um, you you are very um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, visible. Queer. You're you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 very visible in, in everything you're doing. Like we 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 understand yeah. where where you're coming from, what you're trying to achieve with yeah. it, um, and it, it's. The people around you are are, are very uh, open about w- what it is you're working with and everything, and yeah. it's very it's a, it stands out uh, on in its own merits in Copenhagen in the theater scene. So, yeah. how do you then reach people who are performers and artists who who are maybe hidden away for for their own safety or or, or like how how do you create networks that are, are are hidden compared to what we have here? Yeah, it's a real challenge, and it's something that we've been, um, we have been struggling with, uh, trying to get the word out. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been, we have our, our networks through World Pride and through the different organizations that, that collaborate with World Pride. Um, we also have each of the people who are sort of in the team and working have different networks out in the world that they that they've reached out to and said, "Hey, will you will you pass this on yeah. to people in your community?" Um, I, it, a lot of it's through word of mouth. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's mm-hmm. through just trying to to reach out to people, and also, you know, um, there's also a, a lot of discussion about sort of safety. You know, yeah. when people apply for for the program, um, you know, and and we have to then send them a contract and visas and things like that. Um, there are some countries in which it's not safe for them mm-hmm. to say, "I'm coming to." perform at world pride in copenhagen um so we have to we have to sort of be sensitive around the issue Mm -hmm. and and try to try to find uh try to find the people that are out there but it is it is in some ways a needle in a haystack um Mm -hmm. and it's really through our networks that we're that we're trying to go through and um and hoping that people you know will then Go onto our website and and apply, and send in their you know and, and go through the process of sending in their application, and um, and trusting that this is going to be a great experience. For them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and you mentioned this um, queer theater festival, and that's a yeah. that's a, a, a new project, um, as I understand. Or yeah, it's a collaboration of of uh, Hit and some and World Pride. And Folketeda and some other collaborators that have been putting working together that are queer artists working in the Copenhagen theater scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, is something that, like I said, we're presenting all the shows that we've had this season are queer focused, and there's six shows that we're presenting that are our own. 
um, they'll oh. be brought back for one performance. Oh, okay. okay. So, like, uh, and, um, would that be um, like the shows you had back in? Oh, was it November? You had you'll see, yeah. You'll see Shy Manifesto again. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, and and um, Harry Clark will come back again. We are premiering here in May a performance called Southern Bedfellows. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Starring. Is starring Jody, who did Harry Clark and Annalisa Nielsen. And yeah, Jody, we, Jody, who we had, uh, who we actually interviewed yeah. the last time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, excellent! Because I missed um, that show. Huh? I gotta say, for for yeah. for for bringing back for a one one night show, it's going to be tough because that's like an hour and a half solo monologue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to remember. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh. he has it. He has it ready. Good. He's good, already good. got it prepared. So. Good. Okay. Well, uh, some actors they don't yeah. forget it. Like. I'm uh, yeah. like when I've had to learn a lot of monologues, like yeah. it goes out as soon as I don't think about it, one, it's just one gone. Use. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I know yeah. some people they just they, it never leaves their brain. So yeah. hopefully, uh, yeah. maybe yeah. he's lucky that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and then we have and then we have the premiere of three new shows that will actually be coming up in our next season. So we have a great show called Bergheim, which was written um, by a Danish playwright Magnus Bjell. Um, that's going to perform at, at the Royal Theater and mm. the um, which is a crazy rave party. Yeah, that's the German, um, like the, or the yeah. world's biggest club rave house. Yeah, disco, in, yeah, yeah, rave club. In Berlin. The start of Techno. Okay. Oh, yeah, the one where you, like, the, the, uh, the bouncer's, like, notoriously difficult and... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So this this play is a, uh, an Alice in Wonderland journey into that club. <laughs> um, oh, that sounds so cool. With, cool. The actors are going to be on rollerblades, and it's going to. And there's a there's a live DJ from Holy. When Saints Go Machine who's, who's who's performing, and and it's going to be a crazy sort of rave party. Oh my um, god, that sounds amazing! Rollerblades <laughs> on stage. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Did you take out an insurance for that? Oh wow! Yeah. You so, guys yeah, got a lot going on. A bunch of shows. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a really great great time. That's also what the world is uh, hungry for. Yeah. Uh, and speaking yeah. of world, can you tell us a bit more about the, um, the the significance of World Pride and it being in Copenhagen? Yeah, so World Pride happens in a major city. It's kind of like the Olympics of Pride. It happens <laughs> once every four years. Oh, okay. Um, and it rotates from city to city. Mm-hmm. So and it usually is is given to a city based off of some sort of recognition of historical merit. And I think this year is the year that uh, Copenhagen had, I mean, Denmark has had like a, a whole series of, of uh, advancements in the queer movement from gay marriage to um, just civil rights and things like that. And they've mm. all happened in a 10 year interval. Mm. And this is the anniversary of like all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. Oh. so that's why, that's why it was given to Copenhagen this year. And it's also, it's the first time that World Pride and Euro Games are happening at the same time. So they're actually planning on there being over 700,000 international people, uh, international guests coming to Copenhagen just for this two-week event. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wow. An influx of so, a million people. Wow. Yeah. How, how's so, this and, all with the corona yeah. and stuff? Don't ask, Marius. Yeah, don't yeah. ask. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, we are all still very hopeful that, that, that by that time, we're vaccinated and that in the life will start to return back. Yeah. To normal. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so okay. we are 
crossing our fingers, but you know, oh. we, we have faith in the system. A hundred percent. Well, maybe not hundred percent, but I, yeah, we will. Something. Yeah. faith. But uh, Jeremy, it sounds absolutely like exhilarating stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a very exciting uh, time coming up. I mean, this is what we want to hear. This is the the, mm-hmm. the kind of things that people are like vying for right now. I mean, yes, this is this is fantastic. And and if people want to find out more, and you were saying that actually you're going to extend the deadline, the deadline maybe. Yes, we will be extending the deadline to the thirtieth of April, so another week. Woo! Fantastic! Fantastic! So, Great! Well, you yeah. heard it here first, listeners. There we go. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Decided five minutes ago. Five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds amazing. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank And you I, so much for uh, helping us spread the word. Always, 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 always a pleasure talking to you, Jeremy. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Best of luck. Thank with you. I'm sure we'll uh, talk to you when things are going uh, in full swing. Would love to. That would be great. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Yep. Many thanks. Many thanks. Fascinating uh, project they're starting there. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to to see the art that comes out of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's. I think it's going to be ongoing stuff. So like it's it's going to be cool to see see how how it progresses. Exactly. Exactly. You know what's also progressing? What? That's a terrible <laughs> segue. That's a terrible segue. Do you want something, something? Marius is hot tips. Yeah. That was awful. That was awful. Yeah. Let's We had such a good segue like a couple of weeks ago. And now this yeah. is... Yeah. Do you want to try again? Uh, no. I think All right. we just do some hot tips. Okay, give me the hot tips. What should we be doing next week, Marius? Well, as the uh, attentive uh, listener or uh, person who follows on Facebook, you might have seen we've already posted these. Uh, and that's uh, with with the uh, sort of hopes that there will be much more, there will be many more events now that we're slowly opening up. Yeah. So uh, in order to help you plan better mm-hmm. and sort of uh, get a better overview, mm-hmm. we will post from Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday a hot tip per day. That's great. That's great. Something to look forward to. Yes. Wow. So you can plan ahead for your weekend. That's yes. so so smart. So smart. So smart. Uh, so uh, there's already three events up on our Facebook <gasps> Um, and the first one is uh, from our friends at One Bowl. Uh, they're back with a community dinner uh, this Saturday. Um, it's a pay-what-you-can concept, mm-hmm. uh, the classic from One Bowl. And there's no set price on the food, and it's up to you to decide what you want to contribute. But um, And uh, they have a vegan fried chicken. Ooh, Ooh. wait, what? Oh, hmm. Yeah, VFC. How does I think there's not chicken. Yeah. And uh this yeah. Okay, it's fair vegan. enough. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Got ya. Yeah, but yeah, Saturday, April 24th from five to eight. Uh everything is plant based. Pay as you feel, please wear a mask and feel free to bring your own containers to minimize waste. Brilliant. One ball. Yes. The, uh, it, it's a quick, quick, um, spontaneous hot tip from me. Oh, yeah. Um, do you know what I found uh, this week that I didn't know existed in Denmark? No. A nan wrap. A nan wrap? A nan wrap. Have you ever had a nan wrap? I think I had one in Barcelona. Yeah. That they're fucking amazing. amazing. Yeah. It's 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 a kebab, but with a, like a nan. A nan. Yeah. Uh, there is a, uh, a Pakistani like restaurant, like kind of like a fast food restaurant kind of thing. Uh, I think they do in a, in in like you can sit in as well, but they were kind of renovating when I was there. It's okay. Where is it? It's down by Town Hall. Um, okay. Uh, did you know? Uh, you know Town Hall, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's like the main. On one side is the road. 
Yeah. And then there's the other side, which is just like a kind of Small, a smaller road, but it's a pedestrian. It's kind of slightly, it's not pedestrian, but like it's yeah, a smaller yeah, yeah. road. What's that road called? Oh, fuck me, man. Um... Maybe. So if you're going down, if you're so. walking, if you're walking down from town hall to get to the to the canal, yeah, right, and you're not going down the big busy road, you're, you're not going, going next to road. Tivoli. You're no, on no, the other side. Exa- yeah. other side, like two blocks down that way by the museum, by the big museum, like opposite the big oh, museum, the national museum, yeah, by yeah. the national museum. Um, there's this little place, right, uh-huh. and they do really good nan, right. <laughs> It was a couple of things though. I I was like, oh, let's get the, we like get that for lunch. And uh, I ordered two, and I was like, oh, "I'll get, it. I'll have a onion badgie as well, please." Like, yeah, sure. I was like, "How long will that be?" They're like twenty minutes. I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we got to grill it and everything." I'm like, "Oh shit, this is like a full thing, oh, but it was okay. worth it." Yeah. Okay. So I got like a full nan, and also the onion badgie. I ordered two. It was like a full plate of onion badgies. Oh shit. It wasn't like one onion badgie. Like, oh, that's nice. It was yeah. like a thing of onion badgies. Oh. But it was good. Really, really good. So oh. if you're looking for something like quick but a little bit different. Check it out. That I don't a, know the name of the place. That is a hot tip. I'm gonna like, while you're giving the next hot tip. I'm while you find, uh, the find find the name of that place, yeah. I will say that uh, Copenhagen Jazz Festival and uh, Byhaven in uh, the Pumpehuset venue have this outside little city garden. Um, they're having a yeah together with Jazz uh, Copenhagen Jazz Festival. They presents The Awakening with Anton uh, Stax from uh, the Palm Spring Record Shop in uh, Stephenskill. Oh, uh, we've had Anton. On. He's been on here and the uh, uh, singer. Uh, an artist, Astrid Ingbær, and uh, you can enjoy a journey into the history of jazz from the past to the present in Byhaven. That is uh, also on Friday, the 24th of April. Byhaven opens at three, and the concert starts at 6.30. Uh, it's sort of, yeah, outdoor seating, and they have a limited sort of a capacity. So uh, if you want to go, I suggest you come early. I went there um, last summer. Uh, during a, a lockdown um, open, well, reopening thing, but uh, tried it with these restrictions, and you can sit, and it's very lovely, good beer, you can get some food, listen to some jazz. I felt very safe doing it, and I had a good time. So, um, yeah, check out uh, some, some jazz, and uh, go to Buhon and uh, support some, uh, some, some local art. Yeah. Did you find a name, Owen? No, I'm still looking. I'm still looking. Okay. Well, uh, the third hot tip, well, Owen always... You know, Owen gave you a fourth then. Um, but I guess this is more sort of just uh, recommending that you check out uh, House of International Theatre. Um, if you want to go for this uh, artist residency, you've heard the man talk about it. So check it out and uh, look out for what art is coming, uh, springing out of this beautiful project. I think I must imagine the non-rap. I can't find it. Oh, was it just a, a beautiful dream? It could have been. It could have been. I'll find it and I'll I'll, I'll stick it up on the Facebook page. <laughs> it was all a dream. Yeah. You used to eat nuns in my sleep. Where are you going with that? I don't know. I was going to rap. <laughs> Which is a terrible <laughs> idea. Were you going to non-rap? Hey! hey! On that note, let's leave it. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs>